The following podcast contains adult themes and adult language. Listener discretion advised. And although we joke, if you or someone you know is affected by or a victim of domestic violence, dial 1-800-799-7233 or visit the National Domestic Violence Hotline's website, thehotline.org. It's always the husband, it's always the husband, it's always the husband, I don't keep Hi, everybody. This is Sarah. And this is Megan. And you are listening to It's Always the Husband podcast. Welcome. Yes, we're glad you're here listening with us today. And how are you feeling, Sarah? I'm, um, do you want the truth or yep. do you just want like fine? No, the truth. Um, I feel like people well. listen to us for our candor. Yeah, Jamie truth. said the other day, yeah. um, you know, yesterday, he said, how come every day you say you're going to kill yourself? And then he, <laughs> said, he said, shit or get off the pot. <laughs> so that's how my week is going and how my husband supports me. Laughing at suicide <laughs> <Yes>. jokes. <laughs> it's always, always hilarious, isn't it? Oh, God. Uh, yep, I love it. Yeah. So that's how my, that's how it, everything's going. Well, I want to thank everybody for their well wishes on Tuesday when I went to the butt doctor yeah. thinking that I was going to walk out of there feeling like a million yeah. bucks. Yeah. But instead, they told me my hemorrhoids were of the variety that it wasn't no, so easy okay. to just get rid of them with an office office visit and that I would have to go to surgery and they would like do plastic surgery on my butthole. And then she told me it's not an easy recovery. You'll be out of work for two weeks and then it will feel like you are, well, people say like pooping glass for up to six weeks. Oh. And oh. I mean, you. I feel like you have to do it, though. I said, you can't live with those. No. And then I grabbed my coat and I walked right out that What door. are you going to do? Have those things hanging and dragging out of your pant leg? I can't even. The, the amount of information I found out about what kind of butthole hemorrhoids I yeah. have is it was just too much for me to take in that day yeah it's a lot of information sometimes you need to process like and then she was using the word con and yeah like pro. thrombosis oh jesus the thrombosis resolved but the skin stayed and skin tags like i have butthole oh. skin tags oh jeez! can't you put a little essential oil oregano on those and they dry up apparently <laughs> these are so big that doesn't work. Mm. The hot oil. You have the skanky anus not work. brand hemorrhoids. It's the external <laughs> hemorrhoids from hell. Oh, no. Um, I'm sorry. We were so disappointed when we heard Megan's news. When I called to make the appointment, she was like, yeah, most people walk out. Like, they get the banding done and they walk out and they're fine. feel like a million butts. <laughs> and you got the shaft. Yeah, sure. So oh. thanks everyone. I didn't book the surgery this summer. You're just I think I feel like you have to if you shit glass. I mean, one if you're one that you always have diarrhea. It's not going to hurt. Um, correct. Well, she told me to start taking a a fiber supplement and also 
told me that I needed a colonoscopy right away. So I'm thinking what she saw might not have been good. Uh, I'm just trying to stay positive. How do you lay? Like, do you lay on the stomach with the butt in the air? Or is it like a gyno exam? Well, remember, I sent you a picture of the thing. I couldn't tell, like, if you bent over or you were... Yes, so you kneel. Oh, jeez! You kneel. Mm -hmm. And then the thing is right at your waist, the bed. So then you lay forward onto the bed and you put your arms up. And then they li- the thing lifts you into the air and tilts you. So no. That, yep. Oh, so yeah. when you go into the office, there's a bucket and it says, put dignity here. Yes. <laughs> no. Yes. <laughs> and I kept laugh- like I kept saying, I am so sorry. Why would anyone do this? Why would what? anyone do this for a job? And she said, well, I read you're a teacher. Why would anyone oh, do that? did and you I say said, burn? Touche. Yeah. But doctor. Touche. Yep. She got me. She I did. They were just like, it was. I can't. I mean, that's all they do is look at hairy butthole. And your butt is raised mechanically into the air. Yeah. So it looks oh, like Oh, jeez. And then my knees are right here. My feet are oh. here. I'm like this. And then this goes up and over so that eventually oh, shit. my butt is yeah. like this. Like a hill and my butt is the top Like of the you're hill. on a pummel horse or whatever. Right. And then I'm sure they have huge lights. And then do they wear one of those glasses, like miniature people, like with the um, telescope on the lens? I feel like they didn't need the telescope to see my oh, fucking nightmare. Yeah. Um, but I, it wasn't like steampunk glasses. It was, <laughs> <laughs> it was over very quickly. Actually, Good. I will say that she was very she was oh. lovely. Oh, my God. My she's God. dying. Always. Um, you're gonna edit that part out, right? It's yeah. edited already. Yep. Yes. Yep. Okay. Gary and will. yeah. So that's what happened. It was fast, but then I had uh, the raging yeast infection of 2020. Absolutely, as well. You, yeah. You got that during, or was that after? Did you get it from the butthole pommel horse? Well, my sister, Hannah, not not bar, Hannah thinks that I did. She's like, there is a strain of fungal, super strain of fungus going around hospitals. And that's how you got this. Because you guys, I can't even tell no, you, you can't even what describe the them. inside of my legs look like right now. It's horrifying. It looks like it was attacked by a wolverine in the crotch and leg area. It's like, uh, what's that? What you get from your desk? Fifth, fifth disease in school? And you used to say, like, when you would touch your desk, if someone had it, and it would spread through schools. Oh. And it was like a fungal thing, like a ringworm. Yeah. I don't know. But yours is, I don't know. Jesus, I hope you get some. Those pills should help. I feel I like. got two pills today. Yeah. You guys, if we survive until next week, thanks yeah. for listening. It's been... And it's a hard week for deodorant. It's been a wild ride. Too. Right? A real shitty week. Yeah. Oh, fuck. So, since we're talking about all the bad and disgusting uh, stuff, what's your glitter in the shitter? Um, You know what? Sarah. You know how I am an excellent cook and love the kitchen? I do know this. Um, 
actually, no, I'm a hideous cook <laughs> and I've never once mm-hmm. cooked. But I found a website I like. So I am gluten free, which you might have to do. Right. This website called Ambitious Kitchen. And it's not like hard cooking because I can make these meals. Okay. They are glu- most of them are gluten free. Many are dairy free oh. as well. Um, they're they are delicious, and I've been able to make them. They're like really flavorful, beautiful looking meals. Like she makes, and I think this is the one. I might not. I might totally be wrong. That she was a teacher and now does this, but there's another one I file follow, which it might be. So but, give me an example of one thing that you made. Well, I just made a um, lemon poppy seed pound cake. That was good. That was gluten free. Yes. Oh. And we had made like a Hy-Vee has those monster cookie protein bites. We made a batch of those. Oh. She has like a um, really good, um, chicken pot pie soup that's really good and i'm a stir fry recipe Uh that i'm gonna try to make she has like her chicken recipes are very good and they're i mean they're simple Mm -hmm. and easy but they look like it's a complicated fancy Mm -hmm. meal they look beautiful Mm. so i it's it's easy i mean they're easy enough for me to make and i can make you know my daughter is celiac so Mm -hmm. It's just it's nice to see stuff that's gluten free and has been like taste tested and or I know like her I know her meals taste well she probably makes them taste really good and I struggle but it's getting better (laughs) Jamie even will eat some of them if I make them from there yeah so that's yeah I found out so ambitious kitchen okay yeah I found out today at my doctor's appointment that she wants me to try to go dairy free and they tested me for a gluten intolerance so that test is. Not back yet, but uh, so I'm trying to not eat dairy and I put croutons on my salad today and then I realized there was dairy. It's in dairy is in everything. So soy is in everything. If you have to go eggs are in everything. I did make a dairy free chicken orzo tonight, but the orzo had gluten. So we'll have to see. Like, I know it was really it really was good. But if you want to buy gluten free orzo you have to like order it from amazon yes. i know I saw and it's that. like 475 dollars yeah. did you yeah i don't know it this day has been kind of a challenge for me yeah but i'm it's getting depressing over it. news and my as my mom said my wise wise mm-hmm. mother said at least they didn't tell you you were allergic to prosecco yeah and that's gluten free yeah i said cheers mom yeah thank you yeah so that's why um my What's glitter yours? in the shitter is uh, a song. Oh, how fun. Yeah. <laughs> I know you love music. Um, so my daughter and my niece were over the other, like this weekend, I think um, Cece came over to play on Saturday and they were so cute. They were doing their little hair and they make up dances and they listen to all these songs. And one of the songs that they kept listening to over and over, I was like, what is this song? And they told me and I... I'm now obsessed with it. Okay. It's called Rock by Hardy. Hardy? Oliver Hardy? (laughs) Tom Hardy? No. Tom Hardy. Just Hardy. His name is Just Hardy. 
It's called Rock. And I'm a sucker for songs that like tell a whole story from like birth to death, like the ones that make you cry. Sarah's just looking at me like with a zombie. Yeah. No, I'm face. I'm, You're like, no. I'm imagining us. I'm just imagining, I'm imagining what it could. Listening to a yeah. song and having it make me cry. She can't do no. it. But anyway, I am now obsessed with it. I play it all the time. And the girls are like so excited that I like it. And when I, we were in the car going to Target and we were listening to it. And at the end, I was like, Oh, that part's sad. And Cece was like, I know, right? And they were so cute. They knew it was a sad. Does he talk about getting like penile cancer or something? <laughs> yes. And then he can't get rock hard. Oh, rock sick. Hardy. Why are you listening oh to that with your, with your kids? Oh, my God. That was a horrible joke. Yeah, um, it was. Yep. That's my glitter in the shitter. I love that song. Oh. Rock um, by Hardy. All right. Well, I wrote it down so I'll remember. <laughs> so you're rock gonna... hard penile rock dysfunction dysfunction yes. song. Yep. All right. So Which they played at the old folks' home. One. Yes, yeah. and then the old folks feel seen. They do. Yeah, because their wangs don't work. Mm-hmm. I hope not. Mm-hmm. God. Mm-hmm. We have several patrons. Patrons. Oh, patrons. So thank you. These people have joined our Patreon since last week, I guess. We have a new one from Australia. And I ordered my international stamps like 17 years ago. And the post office hasn't sent them to me yet. So I guess I have to drive my fat ass there and get them in person, I guess. I don't know. I paid money to them and they don't order them. I said, oh, well. Um, Bex from Australia. Bex! Yes. G'day. G'day. And I love your name. <laughs> it's cute, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Lori Joseph. Hi, Lori. Thank you. Hi, Lori. Linda Dunham. Linda, welcome. We are so grateful that you joined. Kim, I want to say Minner, but it could be my M-I-N-N. Yeah, I would I would um, shorten the I. Yeah. Kim, welcome. We are again are just so grateful for all of you. And Melissa Das Dashkovitz. Wow. Yes. What a name. I know. I like Melissa. it. Melissa and Kim, Linda, Lori Bex. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We're so appreciative. Yes. So it helps I am... us replace the court. Like I just noticed. Did you see this? Oh, shit. Did he chew on that? Yeah. God, can you hear at least? Yeah, Sorry. I can hear. I'll have yep. to order it, a second pair. Your money helps uh, supply the Prosecco yeah, for recording that as we need. well as the cords that we have. Most of them wrapped had. up now. Like you guys suggested a wrap and that's worked quite well. But now I need to just wrap the littler it's cords. It's just this little cord. My God, he's a dick. Cord. Oh, God, I don't know. He's such an ass. I don't. Oh, I found out my song was called A Rock. Not Rock Hard. Not Rock Hard. Okay. It's a Rock Hard. Oh, well, okay. Penis. A Rock. I'm going to write it a down. Rock. So I can, Because I forgot to put last week's because I'm a huge piece of shit. You are a huge piece of um, shit. In our Facebook funny, yeah. I just wanted to thank everyone for the book ideas. Did you see how many we got? Yes. So I, I'm set for a long time i'm gonna read all these and some i had read 
that I really liked. So it was good to see people like those too. And but I got tons of book ideas. I know. I'm so excited. I In all genres. I know. Too. I just started a new book called The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. Yes. Have I, you read it? No. That one was it's on about my like list. old Hollywood. You would yes. love it. I, I just, meant to read that one. Well, I'm yes. like a third of the way through okay. probably. All right, I, that's one too. But I that one was down. I love it so far, and you love like yes, a I do. vintage scandal, and it's, I do that's love a vintage scandal. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also liked, um, which we both did. Shannon Catherine did the fashion show of the Lurches. That was unreal. Um, but fashion is art and sometimes art is fart (laughs) (laughs) and it was i i just could you imagine some asshole coming into work wearing that shit what would you say you'd be like what the hell are you doing how do you even get that on like there has to be like I mean, the the pa- the shoulders were up above yeah. the head. You have to have some sort of appliance that you're putting on. It, like I said, it was lurch chic. Yes. It was like, where are their fucking heads? The heads are in the tits. In the shoulders. Yeah. Um, it was I hilarious. I kept scanning the audience yeah. looking for anyone who was laughing, like who would burst. I would not be able to keep a straight face. There's no way you would be no. dying. And the models must have been dying. No. That one that you posted where the shoes... Yeah went like up his leg the front of his leg and he was like shuffling like a fucking broken ass I mean, robot what, zombie what's the purpose of that though he couldn't it, i did not find art in or beauty no in it. i i just i mean i, I laugh pushing the envelope but then you push it to where it's hilarious and it's not no that made me laugh like why not just put a big sock on their wang with bells on it i mean that right. would be at least something red hot chili pepper yeah. yes. i don't know no it was that those were insane i laughed so but hard. you I know what them. else is funny um that i should put up i'll put up I just for some reason it has nothing to do with it, but it made me think of the f- hardest Rachel and I laughed at a video. We were on a Washington D.C. trip, yeah, and we found some video called Stretcher Fails. You, I <laughs> sent it to you. It, I yes, think yes. So Google on YouTube <laughs> Stretcher Fails, and you will put on your depends first. Like, ladies, find your poise pads. Make sure you're wearing them. And then watch it. And that, I think, is the hardest. I laughed at that clothing, but the hardest I ever laughed was that stretcher fail. Especially there's one where the guy, they lose track of this guy going into the hospital and he rolls and just smashes <laughs> into the door on the stretcher. And you're like, good God, no. the poor guy's already been through enough. But look at that. So look that up. I'll try to put it in our group, too. Um, what about you? Did you have something? I did have something. Yeah. I we're getting so many posts now. I, know, I can't I love even it. keep up. And I'm trying to really be a good model of uh, appropriate social media use at my house now. Oh, yeah. So I've been trying to cut back. So I promise I'm not ignoring you. I have to look late at night when my kids are all in bed. Um, I loved Nicole McKinley's picture of a dad telling a bedtime story and the kid says will you tell me a bedtime story and then the dad says it was a clear black night a clear white moon warren g was on the streets trying to consume because i just started fucking singing the whole thing and i was of like of course you did yes and then i screamed regulators mm-hmm. 
Mount up. That's the end of my story. I loved it. I know that one. That one hit you hard. It spoke. It, to it you. hit me in the feel. Yeah, it did. You know how I love my yes. 90s R&B rap. All right. Should we get at it? Let's get at it. Because um, this is story is uh, fucked up. This one's fucked. Yes. Fucked. It's fucked. We are celebrating Women's History Month with our third <laughs> story of a fucked woman. This lady um, was just dumb, I feel, too. She was definitely a psychopath, mm-hmm. but also dumb. I feel yeah. narcissists sometimes are intelligent. This one wasn't. Well, she tried. She tried, but I feel like she just was missing a few brain cells. Uh, we watched another forensic files. This one is called Second Shot at Love. Mm-hmm. It was set in 2010, and we both were shocked by that. In fact, I had to look <laughs> twice. I had to look at it twice and then type, delete, and type it in again to make sure I had all mm-hmm. the names spelled right. Mm-hmm. Because when you watch the forensic files, you're certain it's 1986. Yes. And then you realize it's 2010, and again, you're confused. I even thought earlier i thought 84 yeah, right I, and i kept yeah the clothing the hair everything is 80s i had to but ask it's 2010 i know i asked you I again today i'm like what i can't believe it but okay what was going on in 2010 again not a whole lot it was a nice year i feel like it was just a nice calm year in the before times what? where um some engagements were Kate and William, which we talked about before, and she's wearing that blue dress. Mm-hmm. And she has, she her engagement ring, isn't it like Diana Sapphire yeah, the blue one. or something? Yeah. yeah. She got a good thing. She did. And then Megan, I heard, got something, but then she changed it. I feel like you, if you get, Harry makes you something from his mom's stuff, and then you take it later to the jeweler and change it. I don't know if that's true. But I don't know if that's right. I think it's fine. It's fucking Women's History Month. You can do whatever you want. I know, but like if Diana's thing, I don't know. She Well, I think she got the short end of the stick. I think she got shit. Like something she got shitty tiaras. Something that Charles bought for Camilla but gave to Diana and Diana was like, This is lame. I know you bought this. I know Camilla like Camilla the best. shit on it. Now I yeah. get it. I guess you're right. Um, John Krasinski and Emily Blunt were married and they're a cute couple. They They've are. been together all these years and they mm-hmm. still seem they seem like they wouldn't even acknowledge each other at a party. And then they're married, which is so cute. I know. Um, we had the first woman ever this year won the oscar for best director which was Catherine bigelow for hurt locker oh yeah i never saw that and it took i did it was i mean it was okay it was good with jim jeremy renner and whatever Hmm. i mean it was all right i don't know i don't know um but it took until 2010 of making movies for 90 years Mm -hmm. when um for a woman, to, I'm surprised women are even allowed to sit in the front row or it's whatever. Um, iPads came out then. That mm-hmm. doesn't seem right. It seems like they've been forever, but I guess. Yeah. I don't know. My iPad is my prized possession, I guess. I do love my iPad. Mm-hmm. I can, my, I have the one you I can write You have the writing on, on yes. so you like to do it a lot. Um, yeah. Uh, the top 
2010 songs were TikTok by Kesha. Yeah. TikTok. Uh, I Need You Now by Lady Antebella. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you about that song. I think Phil and I were broken up in 2010. Oh, probably. It was before we got back together and got married. And I feel like I drank a few bottles of wine mm-hmm. a couple of times yeah. and sang, cried to this song. It's a quarter after one. I'm a little drunk and I need you now. You sang that over Remember Phil? that one? Oh my God, I sang it for him. Oh, geez. So much for women's rights God. month. I know. Uh, hey, Soul Sister by Train. Oh, a I can't. horrible song. I can't with that one that ever the, again. That was the top. Th- I that can't. was number three mm-hmm. that year. Oofta. And uh, California Girls. Yeah, Katie. And then... Um, this song I laughed when I saw it. It's Oh My God by Usher. Because do you remember um, when we went to Zorba's on Big Sandy? The first time we went to Alexander, no, McGregor. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And we, that song was yeah. super popular and we were dancing. That's right. There was like yeah. that. There was a po- like a stripper yes. pole in that bar. Yeah. And there was that green guy. green guy. Yeah. Yes. And he, Oh My God. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, my God. Yeah. Um, and that song was also That's popular. right. That was what we that were doing in trip. 2010. Yeah. yeah. We were drinking at Zorba's. Yeah, we were. Thanks, T-Sugs. And Bobbis won a giveaway. Yes, Bobbis yeah. won something. She did. I don't uh, remember what it Bobbis. is. Bobbis. Yep. Bobbis. <laughs> Bobbis. <laughs> um, yes, that was a fun trip. Yep. Go to Zorba's if you're in Minnesota. Yes, it's so good. It is. Now, particularly the one in Alex yes. in Alexandria. Go to that our one. favorite. Yep. All right. We're going to go to Cincinnati, Ohio. We have a lot of listeners in Ohio. Yeah, we do. Have you been? And it's my Ohio? favorite song to sing. The C-I-N-C-I-N-N-A-T-I, Cincinnati. The best town in O-H-I-O, Ohio, USA. All right, Ohio. Ohio and Cincinnati is the sixth largest city. That's what I heard. I was surprised by that. I didn't know. I didn't know that either. But I've never been, have you? I have not. No. I don't know if I've even been through Ohio. I don't know. When we make it on when we make it big on We're our world move to Ohio. On our world yeah. tour that really means just Going the to Ohio, Midwest, <laughs> the Midwest area. Yeah, we'll just go to Ohio. A four in yes. some shitty van we rent, and then maybe South Dakota because yeah. I have some family yeah. there, and then They'll we'll go. come back. Yeah. yeah, yep, we'll come and see you, Ohio. So we're in Cincinnati. We're meeting. We are uh, getting to know here, Doctor Daryl Satorius. Mm-hmm. Um, and then all I could think of was, I'm Larry, and this is my brother, Daryl, no. and this is my other brother, Daryl. Only olds know that. Larry? I think it was Larry, and I'm Larry, and this is Daryl, and this is yeah. my other brother, Daryl. Oh, no, I know that was right from yeah. Newhart. Yeah, but like but youngs don't know that. No. no. If you said that to a young, they don't know. They would know, never know Stephanie and they wouldn't even and Michael. Laugh. No, no. No. Um, no. So Daryl Satorius. He is a very successful, respected heart surgeon. Mm-hmm. So he's smart. He's successful. He obviously is um, a professional in the city. He's in demand. He he 
doesn't you know he's not like dr death and leaves a sponge in there no or cuts your arteries apart and says whoops Mm-mm. like all that that's horrific he if you haven't good. listened to that he's he was good he was very good he was super busy unfortunately many people have said about him that he didn't have the strongest people skills no says he was perceived by many of his co-workers as gruff, angry, and difficult to please. But then again, sometimes you're a professional, or I mean a perfectionist, and a lot of doctors are. And if you're being sloppy or whatever, they don't have time to like, you know, baby you. They'll right. just say, do better next time. Right. And that can be gruff. But then yeah. a lot of doctors sometimes do. I mean, some have great bedside manner and some mm-hmm. are terrible. Mm-hmm. It's like there's never a middle. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I couldn't tell if he was like just a dick or if he was just really just busy and short and didn't mean to be. I don't know. So it's kind of hard getting his personality here. Um, anyway, he has his first wife is named Janet, who was a nurse at the same hospital. That's how they met. They ended up having four children. And did you see that uh, Disney World photo of them? Mm. they were all like dressed up like fuckers like old timey on a train and it said walt disney world on it and i laughed it must have been like an old timey photo Did booth you, do you have one similar no to- we never oh. even knew there were old timey oh. photo booths there but it said walt disney world I'm like where the hell did they get that taken it must have been at their resort or something oh my god no I, but I they were dressed you know like old timey yeah. but they were on the back of a train so it was all like Cling, 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 the trolley, yeah. Ju- you know, Judy Garland, yeah. all dressed like that. Huh. And I was like, oh, he took his kids to Disney World. They couldn't have been that bad. No. But he didn't look happy in the picture. He, he looked never like he wanted to kill himself in there, any which he yeah. was part of his issue. We'll yes. get to. Yes. Now, um, it is Women's History Month. And you know how I am always pro woman. Mm-hmm. Um, I am. And I believe you can look however you want. Uh, you have that right. <laughs> you, um, I don't give two sh- I'm a slob top to bottom. I wear clothes that are torn. I've never worn the same socks. Like one sock is blue and one sock is like torn up yellow. Um, I have <laughs> issues with my face and gunt. Um, but I try a little bit. And my what do I say I say think of the viewer and sometimes when Uh I go out in public there are viewers and I try I just try I give it the old college try Uh not super like you always look lovely um but when I talk about Janet um I don't mean to poke fun but I'm going to um Janet uh, Janet was in her pictures, like the Disney World picture and other pictures, a quite beautiful woman. Yes. Um, And then we meet Janet in person. Janet is being interviewed and talking about her ex-husband. They do end up getting divorced, which we'll talk about. So we're seeing current 2010-ish Janet. Janet. Um, And again, I, I respect everyone choosing to look how they feel and... Um, but what the hell? <laughs> Janet, Janet went to her garage and took her goddamn charcoal out of the bag that's old and took the charcoal and pissed on it and drew around her eyes. What the hell was she doing? I wrote, it looks like that guy who played. 
played Chewbacca. And when he took off the mask, he had big black eye around his eyes so that through the mask, yeah, his eyes looked eyes like Chewbacca's black. eyes. She had Chewbacca makeup on. My God, the woman... The woman's eyeliner on the bottom went to her lip. It was like her whole face. And then it was jet black. I mean, it was all around the eye. Like Mike Tyson just punched her hard as she could. Or Milton Berle took his huge schlong and slapped her right in the face with his dick. God damn it, Janet. What were you thinking? Janet, you did not think of the viewer. You were high. She was on Jankum. She was high as a kite doing that. And she wanted, she said, anybody, just call me out on this. She went looking like a fucker and expecting someone to say, ma'am, come on. You can't go on TV like looking like the lone fucking ranger. (laughs) Drawing a fucking mask on your face like a raccoon. No. I. What the hell? (laughs) Um, I had all of a sudden. I was frightened because I had a um, Mary. No, who was that fucking crazy lady in England who killed everyone? And the Mary kids Cotton. And has, Mary yeah. Cotton. She had Mary Cotton. That's what her eyes look like to me. Yeah, at least she didn't have whore lip. But she my God, didn't have whore lip. But she had Mary Cotton eyes. She looked like the Hamburglar. Yes. Why? She looks like an incredible. She was a lovely woman. I don't know. No, I mean, it made her look fucking nuts. Like she just was like she had her fucking wicker wheelchair and she was rolled out with her medicine Dixie cup and her glass of water and made her interview and then put back. She looked fucking insane. Even then a nurse would have said, Mary, that's not your best look. Let's let's no a little micellar water there good christ just clean this eyeliner up a little bit it was gray well yeah it was charcoal yeah she took her charcoal like when they go to craft time and draw with the charcoal pens she stole one of those Mm -hmm. contraband and put it in her Mm -hmm. hoo-ha or something Mm -hmm. and then draw it drew it around her face until it looked like a mask yeah Anyway, that's what Janet looked like. So what did Janet say? <laughs> I couldn't get past it. God damn it, Janet. No. Oh, and the fact that she did, like they showed old photos. This was a lovely, gorgeous yes, woman. That's why I couldn't she was, figure out like what she the fuck was high. Went wrong. She was on she was high as a kite. I, she had to have been and just having she was fooling us. Was there some makeup trend that I missed? I, I maybe for fifty-year-old women, Hamburglar chic. I mean, I don't know. I'm grimace chic. Mm. I don't know. Anyway, Janet, who describes living with Doctor Satorius, which wasn't pleasant Mm-mm. because oh, fucking bugs. He um. <laughs> Bugs all over I know, me and too. I'm just itching I my... Know. He worked all the time, as you would when you're building up a business. You're a busy heart surgeon. You're great at your job. You're going to be busy all the time. And that's... You know, he wanted to be busy. That's how they made yeah. their money. He needed to have all these clients. He needed to have these referrals. The hard work definitely paid off. He was earning in the 80s, he was earning $300,000 a year, which is huge for the 80s. They had nice house. They Mm -hmm. were going on trips, but he was always gone. And she often described that he had a temper issue. I'm sure he was overworked and really stressed. And it does seem like he just was kind of angry all the time. Mm -hmm. 
Well, I think his mental health was so poor that he, I, yeah, he just he must have felt buried. He was clinical, clinically depressed. Like no matter what his job, I right. just felt like you know what yeah. I mean. Like it wasn't just like I'm depressed because of my stress. It was like he should have been on. Yes. Some major psych meds and some Absolutely. therapy. Absolutely. He and he just never was doing, he wasn't taking care of himself. Janet describes dead. that he would often put his family members down, the mm-hmm. children down. He would put her down. He liked to always be in charge. And he liked to control every situation, which surgeons, I think, are often like that. They need to be in control and know mm-hmm. what's happening around them. They were married for 30 years and divorced. Dr. Satori is then, again, suffering from depression. Mm-hmm. And Forensic Files throws in that he was also a fatty. They call him overweight. He was depressed and overweight. I'm like, mm-hmm. that's just a dig you didn't need to add. Mm-mm. But he was lonely as well. And he said he had a difficult time living apart from his children, but he treated them like shit all the time. So I don't know. Like, I feel like he, like you said, he had some mental health Mm -hmm. issues where he just didn't know his ass from his ass. I don't know. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Janet says he definitely was interested in finding another partner she then throws in a great dig that I appreciated, even though she had the that face. She said he wanted a woman who didn't challenge him yes. much. She said, I would challenge him too much. She yeah. said he wanted a woman that would just stroke his ego, say how wonderful he was, and just fawn over him. And that's all he wanted from a woman. Just And instead he said, woman, yeah. what the fuck is on your eyes? Yeah. He couldn't control that Turn eye makeup. Around. He couldn't control. Get back to the bathroom and fix yeah. yourself. He would say, "You know what? We're going to try tonight, dear. This paper bag. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to wear one over there. That, up, up, up. No, we're not going to cut eye holes in it. For Christ's sake, leave it just plain. So what do you think you are, Chewbacca? Yeah. God. No. Oh, shit. He goes on a dating service. I don't know what it was. He went on uh, Love Connection. <laughs> Can no. you imagine? <laughs> he did? Oh, no, he didn't go on Love Connection. He went on <laughs> Studs. Is that that show from the 90s? Um, anyway, he went to what a was dating show that we it was Studs of? where they was all had sex yeah, yeah, all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <coughs> oh, my God. Crates. Take that part. He out. goes to a dating service um, and meets 45 year old Dante Britton. Mm-hmm. Dante was very lovely, a beautiful brunette. She looked very pretty. Um, she described herself as the owner of a daycare facility. She had recently been divorced. We see reporter Aphrodite Jones. What the fuck with the names? That's I, I don't know. She's has her own show, I believe, too, on Discovery or something like that. Well, she annoyed me. She is a true crime reporter, I believe. Mm-hmm. She describes Dante as, you know, this perfect, cute, petite, um, very feminine catch and it made dr satorius just feel really manly and he had this beautiful feminine girlfriend they dated for four months and were married 
So they had only known each other four mm-hmm. months from the internet where I feel like you can lie easily mm-hmm. on the internet and no one checks your shit out right. until it's too late. Daryl's moving on with his life with Dante, but right away uh, he's noticing issues in the marriage with her and she's discovering issues in the marriage with him. This is where they bring up that he's impotent. So has he been impotent the whole time? Like did they, she not figure that out? Do it. They must not have did it. And like, did his wings stop working once they got married or was it never working or was it not working with Janet? I mean, how, I mean, that could cause depression if you just have a, faulty wang right i guess i mean maybe dante was like thank god jesus i don't know we see the actual dante uh talking in an interview i guess they show film of it she describes that daryl was embarrassed to tell her was she in an interview i don't know i think it must have been from daryl oh you do um he was embarrassed to tell me, well, wouldn't you have noticed the weighing not working during the dating part? Or were right. you just not doing it? So you're, you're in your forties. Who cares? You're not going to, why would you saving s- yourself for marriage? Right. Yeah. You want to see if it works or not, or what yeah. it looks like, or if it's like a mushroom yeah. or if it's like 19 feet long, would mm-hmm. that, <laughs> that would not be good either. <laughs> <laughs> or if it's milk burl slapping you in the eye, the face like Janet Christ. Yeah. So, I mean, don't you bring it up that my ding dong is a no go. It's, not i don't know maybe not she says he wasn't quite sure how i would take it i said just keep keep giving me lots of hugs and kisses well i guess i mean that happens i suppose you have to be understanding you know if you love him or whatever you'll work through and eventually you can get it to work again yeah sometimes stress will do that Mm -hmm. um he was very depressed and had told colleagues actually he thought of suicide mm-hmm. and as his marriage as he time went through in his marriage he's noticing more and more things and discovering more things about his wife because these two dumb fuckers decided i guess they never met or talked before they got married did you never even go out to dinner and say who are you and what do you like <sighs> yeah what's your past what what kind of stuff do you like to do? Who have you been married to before? What's your real name? When's your birthday? <laughs> Who are your parents? Do you not even ask that? Good Christ. What do you like to eat? I I don't know. Well, Dr. Satorius realizes um, after they move into this luxurious home in a really fancy neighborhood, although their home looked tiny compared to everything yeah. else, didn't you think? I mean, it looked cute. I mean, I'm sure it was nice, but yeah. it didn't. It must have like when the front must have been different from the side Backwards. or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't what I was expecting they described. Mm-hmm. Right. Dante is all of the sun covered in fur coats, jaguars, Lexuses, all this makeup. She's going on trips. She's having this lifestyle and she's spending money like crazy. So Dr. Satorius already depressed because his ding dong is flaccid as a, I don't know, 
wet noodle. Yeah. He's got a wet noodle ding dong. (laughs) (laughs) He tries to put like popsicle sticks on it with tape and get it to be up and it just doesn't work. (laughs) Where's the scotch tape? Oh, jeez. Why are you eating so many popsicles? (laughs) Oh, ish. They started fighting a lot about money because he realized she might be in this marriage for the cash. No. Oh, who would have guessed? He starts trying to get her to stop spending as much. He is spending money on his daughter's wedding, as you should. He's her dad. Her, his daughter's getting married. Mm-hmm. He decides he's going to help her with the wedding and the wedding reception. Dante throws a hysterical fit at this and is irate that he would even pay anything for his children, which makes no sense. That should be a huge red flag. Yep. And again, they should have discussed finances and all this stuff before like he should have told her i help out my my daughter is engaged she's going to be married soon you know in a few months she doesn't get a fucking thing to say no of course not like and of course i'm gonna help her out or i have four children they're in college i'm paying for this i mean why again is this not why is this a surprise why is this not discussed i don't get it so she was so angry that daryl was dared spend money on his kid that she went out and even spent more money and racked up his credit cards. Her behavior um, was so fucked that Daryl finally decided to look into her background. Why aren't you doing this before you marry her? I'm not sure. I mean, uh, is it because he's old and I guess he was an old, old dish and just, needed someone to take care of it was of a him. nice cute woman who liked seemed to like him so maybe? i kept staring at her face and i was like who does she freaking look like it was driving me nuts okay i have a th- i have a theory i'll yeah. show it to you but okay hunter tylo oh take yes off, yeah okay totally hair, but just the face i was like just staring at it forever and that yeah. came to me. I'm going to show you a side yes. by side. We'll put it on the okay. Facebook. You yeah, can let me... I totally can see it. Because so she, Dante was she had a... the Southern Belle yes, hair. Her but hair if you took was that really off, bad. Yeah. But her face was lovely. Was yes. Yeah. Dante was not a real name. Can you believe it? No. Can you believe it? <laughs> so the dumb dick didn't even say, is that your real name? What right. an odd name. No, that would have been the first question yeah. I would have asked on a yeah, date. Yeah, what an unusual name. Where'd you get that name? Oh, my God. Dante's Inferno yes. is where it came from, I right. think. Right. And that's... Hell! Yeah. Hmm. Definitely. Her real name, I wanted to... Is, <laughs> heard it as Deidre Hall, and I thought, fabulous. Oh. But it's Della Hall. So her real name is Della Hall. She told him she graduated from UCLA, Mm-mm. and she had never even graduated from high school. Nope. Not even close. So that's a lie. And how many times was Deidre Hall Della Hall married? <laughs> Did you hear? Um, seven, five, five. I he, got mixed up with the book I was reading. Okay, Doctor Satorius was her sixth husband. She outkicked you and I. She sir sure did. She sure did. She sure did, sir. Her relationships also were um, quite violent, as he found out. 
She had threatened husband number four with a gun. Mm -hmm. She threatened number three with a knife. Mm -hmm. She had a common law husband in between there. Like that one lady, remember, who had like the common law husband before we found out about? Yes. We did a few months ago. The common law husband, she lit his bed on fire. He woke up well, like he was Farrah Fawcett, yeah. yep. burning bed. Yep. He survived, but she set his bed on fire. Yep. So how how is she still just free to go about her day? I don't know. And the detective kept saying that they looked for like any way that they could catch her or arrest her. And there wasn't. Right. Because all of her previous paramours were still alive the ones that, that they, they knew could about find. were still alive right. but they said that they there were rumors she had killed that some. she had killed somebody right but we don't know who that she had murdered previous boyfriends right. and right. possibly a previous husband but we saw sergeant um tom who i wrote had bubbles glasses from trailer park boys his glasses were coke very thick his eyes were the size of texas they were hot glasses yes thick yes thick lenses yeah they were bubbles glasses if you've seen that yeah that he's the one who was trying to look for a a murder story in there but they would track people down and find them alive they of course were burned in a bed and threatened Mm -hmm. with a gun but they were not dead she mm-hmm. actually was convicted earlier of threatening another husband with a gun mm-hmm. so two were a gun so when daryl found out about all this police history of violence he was absolutely terrified and i'm sure he had seen her rages happening over him trying to control her spending her getting angry about him spending money on his children mm-hmm. aphrodite jones said she talked to one of his colleagues and said, Daryl came into work one day in a bulletproof vest, saying that is how scared he was of Dante, Mm -hmm. thinking that she was going to kill him. And so he started wearing a bulletproof vest. Mm -hmm. Good God. Then just... Why was he still going back? Hotel room! What the hell? Uh, He actually as well stopped a local policeman at a gas station uh-huh. was he going to like tear up the gas station bathroom or something i don't know um he had a gun and he said this is my wife's gun i'm gonna give it to you please take it away i feel like she's gonna kill me the policeman must have been like what in the hell i know and he, like, they said he was out of sorts yeah, when he was telling them disheveled that, like, and just disoriented. at a gas station like yeah. he didn't drive to the police sta- station no. and say like i need to make a formal complaint he was like I would have thought, what the hell is going on? And you're carrying a gun around and giving it to me? No, I would have been completely confused. Yeah. Dr. Sartorius, though, did go to his lawyer's office. He started divorce proceedings. They had only been married 10 months. He also cut her out of his will. Yes. And the couple was no longer even together in the home. He started spending days at a time down in the basement. And so they wouldn't even see each other. You are so scared of her that you are wearing a bulletproof vest. Get, you're not in your own bedroom. Just go to a hotel until, or say, get out of my house or give her the house and buy a condo. You were terrified. You stopped a policeman and looked like a Mm -hmm. psycho giving him a gun. Why are you still in this home sleeping when she's around? I just don't understand. 
on a February morning, on a Monday, Dr. Satorius did not show up for work, which was very unusual. He was not answering any of his pages, which for a doctor is just unheard of. You know, they are on call, especially him. He was on call all the time. He was working all the time. The nurse calls 911 and they play a little bit of the call because she's just saying, I'm very worried about him. He didn't come Mm -hmm. to work. This is totally unusual. He's not answering his pages. He's never done that before. I'm afraid something happened, especially probably everyone knew he was depressed and what was going on, what he was saying that was going on in his home life. The police go to the Satoria's home. And Dante answers the door and they say, where's your husband? And she says, I don't know. He's not here. So they start searching the home. She pretend- She's looking around the home with them. They go in the garage. His car's in the garage. And she's like, yeah, there's his car. And then in the reenactment, she goes downstairs and then goes, oh, my God, I found him. In the basement, the police go. They find Dr. Satorius laying on his side with a gunshot wound right in his temple. And blood is all over his face, all over his arms, hands. I'm sorry, there are bugs everywhere. And did you notice they're showing his bloody dead body multiple times? all the time. But they blurred out his eyes. But you could see the bullet hole. They zoomed in on the bullet hole, but they blurred out his eyes what for <laughs> his eyes are fine and closed you're showing us his whole bloody torn up body and you blur out his eyes what the hell is going on this is like a shit show why it was like blurring out his crotch like yeah just and he's wearing shorts yeah. you know just to do it yeah what the hell so the poor guy has this gunshot to the side of his head. The gun is actually close to the body. He's laying still on the couch. The gun is on the ground. Yeah. The blood was completely dry. They said he was already in advanced stage of rigor mortis, which indicated he had been dead for, it could have been two days. Two, yeah. And she's just with the dead body in the house, not yeah. thinking once to check on him or look downstairs or smell. I mean, you void your bowels and all that. That has to smell. I know. I'm not sure how people do it. How you how you could even go about your day. I can't. I mean, when Jamie voids some... his bowels in the bathroom, <laughs> I can't even be in the house. How, and then how do you go about your day? Like, you're right. I what the know. hell? That's because we're not psychopaths, I guess. I guess. Dr. Satorius had been, it looks like he had a drink in front of him. He had the paper in front of him. He was probably watching TV or, you know, watching whatever, relaxing at home, which he earned the right to do. We see Chewbacca Janet again. And she said, I knew he was suicidal. (laughs) His lawyer knew he was suicidal. And the chance that was suicide was pretty high. They thought at first she, when she heard about it, that, oh no, he finally, he did it. Um, it was a 38 caliber pistol. The pistol was registered to Dante, Mrs. Satorius, who bought it the day before he was killed. Mm. Uh, how you, you you can't even like how do you even explain that away? Like, I you can't. No. It was Mrs. Satorius said, I didn't hear any gunshots from the basement. 
But then they talked to the next door neighbors who heard yeah. the gunshots yep. around midnight on Saturday. And again, yep. he was found Monday morning. Yep. So he had been there for over a day. Forensic experts come and they look at the scene and right away they see like this shit doesn't make any mm-hmm. sense. Two shots were fired obviously because one shot was in his head but then there there was another shot that went into the, in the sofa couch into the couch some guy or another cop explained like sometimes when people die by suicide they do a practice shot first just to make sure the gun is working or they understand how to use it or they you know how th- that is common mm-hmm. to sh- fire before um the bullet entered right above his right ear. There wasn't an exit wound. So that means it bounced around in his skull, which is what caused, I believe, the, there was a lot of blood that shot out when he was shot out of his mouth and his nose. So this huge force of blood came out of his mouth and nose when he was shot, which poured onto his hands and so his arms. Sorry if you're listening right now yeah. and you want to puke. I'm sorry. sorry. It's very graphic and I should have offered a... <laughs> Uh, warning. But if you watched it, don't worry because his eyes were blurred out. His eyes were blurred out in his crotch. So, I mean, nothing. It's fine. What was weird is his right arm that was on his lap would have been, if he he was right-handed, he would have used his right hand to shoot himself in the head Mm -hmm. and his right hand would have been behind his head to hold the gun. Mm -hmm. Um, It wouldn't have had all the expelled blood from his mouth on his hand because it would have been behind his head so they were concerned with the amount of blood on his right hand as well as he if he was holding the gun the handle would have blocked the blood from getting on his palm and his palm was completely covered in blood Mm -hmm. so he obviously in either hand had not been holding a gun because his his palms were covered in blood his arms were covered in blood which showed that he wasn't holding the gun right he also like they said he exhaled a lot of blood after he was shot and it just covered all over the couch so the fire mark on the couch as well the burn marks were on top of blood that was already there so that second shot on the couch was on top of blood, he would have already been dead. So usually the dead don't fire a second shot because you're dead. So Correct. obviously he didn't do the first shot and he didn't do the second shot. Uh-uh. It looked as well as there was blood flung against the couch in a pattern that looked like someone, you know, shaking your blood off your hand, yes. which he clearly didn't do because you don't also shake your hands after you know, you're dead. So someone else was there shooting the gun. According just to even the first glance of the forensic team on it, they saw all of this doesn't make any kind of sense. Um, they come away with the, the decision that he did not commit suicide. He is a victim of murder. This is a homicide. Right. The only other person in the house for the whole days that he was there is Dante Satorius. She had a million dollar reason to want him dead Mm -hmm. because that's what she would have gotten had he died. 
And that was his pension plan that she would get as his wife. When she learned that he was going to cut her out of the will and divorce her, she would have got jack shit. Yeah. And they said she might have gotten $1,000 a month. Well, for her, that's not enough, I guess. I mean, not for the fake Dante, but no. the real Dante, that's all she ever had. I mean, right. yeah, she was a high school dropout. She, that's more than she would ever make. She never had. Yeah. Have a job. Murderer. Yeah. Right. She was just yeah. a gold digger. Yes. And went through husbands to get money. Yeah. They understand that obviously this million dollars is a powerful motive for murder. They even talk to her mother, <laughs> Della Dante's yes. mother. And her mom pretty much calls her a straight up skank whore, yeah. that gold digger that did it. She's like, yeah, she did it. Um, I'm pretty certain she murdered him. Don't she's think a for a second she didn't do yeah. it. She's a she's a whore and she, they were she like, killed uh, him. Okay. Like, all right, ma'am, don't don't see. Sugarcoat your thoughts on your daughter. Yeah, we got it. Oh my God, Dante was arrested, charged with murder for Daryl's death. In her defense, she did say that a killer was on the loose in their neighborhood because, for some fucked reason, a guy was killed in their neighborhood three days later. What the hell is going on? And they thought, well, yeah, that was true. There was a guy there, but it. All of the signs point to her doing it. And no, there was no forced entry. The gun was hers. How would a, why would a person use her gun? That right. was, who knows where it was? Look for her gun without her noticing and go down and shoot some guy sleeping right. on the couch right. and not her. You know, it didn't make any sense. Prosecutors had tons of evidence against her and it, it just, all pointed to her. They figure on two o'clock in the morning while Daryl was on the couch downstairs, Uh probably sleeping or just watching television or maybe awake and laying on his side. She just comes right up in the back of the couch, right up behind him where he probably couldn't even see just fires right in his temple. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure he died instantly, but like I said, the blood comes out of his nose and his mouth and splatters all over. She tries to get, blood they think what she did was put the gun in his hand to have him fire it so he could have gunshot residue on his hand but it ended up getting her covered in blood and she shook her hands off and splattered blood all over which was and that's how it got on the front of the couch yeah which it shouldn't have been there like there's no way he could have done that and then the burn marks from the gun in the couch We're on top of blood when it shouldn't have been that way because obviously he couldn't shoot twice. Oh, my God. So she made tons of mistakes for being a dumb asshole. I mean, she didn't even... Have you never watched a murder she wrote? I feel like, like she what thought the it hell? was still the 80s, like she was living in the 80s, but really it was 2010 right. and they knew and about blood splatter. Yeah, she could just say, I don't know, yeah. and like sweet talk her way out of it like she had all these other times. Right. What a moron. Mm-mm. God, idiot. So she has all this horrible evidence against her from being mm-hmm. just a dumb asshole. They, in the trial... Daryl left a message to his daughter on an answering machine and she played it for the court and he was terrified and he's telling her, 
you know, she's threatening to kill me. I'm not going to make it through this. If I die, da, 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 da. And this terrified message to his daughter about that he's probably going to die. He'll be killed soon by his wife. Again, why don't you just go to the American or La Quinta and get a room and or just say I want to the police. She's threatening me. I want her out of my house. She's already tried to kill 800 of her other husbands. You got this on record. Get her out of here. I, I don't know why he didn't do that. And then he how I would never fall asleep if like Jamie and or Phil is threatening to kill us all the time. I wouldn't just be like, well, I'm going to bed now. If you're wearing a, and I cut you out of my will and right. I want a divorce. When you're wearing a bulletproof vest to work, but not at your home where the like the threat was at home. Why right. the fuck? Like, would you I don't stay get it. there? I don't know. I, I just wish. Was yeah, little, I think he was. Say, the mental illness right was... he didn't think it all through yeah cripes the jury took just four hours they delivered their verdict that she gets life in prison but this was 2010 and she was eligible for parole in 2014 but guess what what she died she done died she done died i didn't read that she yep. died she died in 2010 so four years before she was even eligible. She died when she just went into jail? She died. She was only 45. And she was only 60 when she died. And they said she died of natural causes. Now, I don't know what that means. Like, is cancer a natural no, cause? I, I don't, don't know. know then. She just died. A heart, a heart attack? Yeah. Did she threaten herself <laughs> with a knife and <laughs> set her own bed on fire? I don't know. What the hell? I know. Well, yeah, her story is just because she was a psychotic bitch who, again, threatened multiple husbands with guns, another one with a knife, set a boyfriend's bed on fire, killed a husband. Mm -hmm. Her own mom calls her a black widow spider skank, (laughs) who is a fortune hunter. Yeah. Aphrodite Jones hates her guts. Yeah. That bitch. Um. Aphrodite's Aphro, stupid ass fucking name. Aphrodite Jones wrote a book about her called Della's Web. Okay, so that's, that's why, why she was on there. In this one. And then this story had was on a Dateline. I think so. I thought. Yeah. I think that's why I looked yeah. it up. It was called The Doctor's Wife, and then it was also on Snapped, Deadly Women, and oh, Fatal Vows. So okay. there's like we gotta see very, some of these. Yes, ones. we gotta go back and I look, gotta watch some of these. Because I, I mean, really, all I care about is I want to see what the fucking wife looks like. I need to see how they do Janet. Yeah, yeah, Janet and, Janet and does Janet Delta I do or Janet's Dante. eyes still look like that do they just have chewbacca going (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry janet but (laughs) janet did not sorry janet that eye makeup was atrocious janet did end with a lovely thought of you know he does have four wonderful children he has grandchildren he'll never see they're very accomplished which is good to know they they're doing very well um she just says he would have adored all his grandchildren, but would he have? I don't know. Yeah, would she he have was, taken them to Disney World? I hope so. She was really nice about. She was nice memories of him. about him, even though he wasn't very nice. To he her. obviously was dick to yeah. her, but she was very respectful. She sure was good. I mean, good job for that. 
Right. Janet. Was her name Janet? Janet. Janet. Damn it. Janet. <laughs> Janet, you, you had a great sentiment, but your eye makeup was fucked. I mean, it did look like two buttholes staring at me. Two buttholes. <laughs> and we know our buttholes, no kidding. Janet. Just dark buttholes. Do you think I don't know. She had thrombosis of the butthole. She had which thrombosis turned of into the butthole. Skin takes. Yes, <laughs> she sure did. Not that anyone else I know nobody had that. that. No one had. No that. one would have that. But I wondered if she did. All right, we have been. We've gotten some of the best reviews ever lately. <gasps> we appreciate it so much. Um, if you could give us a review, a rating. I don't even rating. know how we keep getting them I because know. I feel like I've been really off my, we've been off our game. We've been sick. We have been sick for nine years and butthole and trouble. We've had butthole trouble and yeast trouble and heart I know. trouble. And we and still have these listeners that appreciate us and you make us feel so good. And we promise we're going to get our game top notch. We just <laughs> top drawer game starting as soon as we can. Next next week week or so we just are i don't know my heart (laughs) my heart your butt my butt (laughs) um but if you want to join our facebook there's hilarious people there we can follow us on instagram and twitter we love to hear from you we love getting messages and talking to you and seeing what you think and people's case ideas and oh my gosh yes we love getting those and yeah, and you make us happy. You You're, the reason we get through is the listeners. <sighs> we thank you God. so much. I mean, that's really that's it. It's that's true. what makes that's what gets me through. We get so excited. Yeah. We do when you write nice things. We do. About us. Thank you. We just love even knowing that you listen and thank you mm-hmm. so much. Um. All right. Until next time. Bye. <laughs>